Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Disneyland versus California Adventure. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Before we get started. (laughs) Shut up, Hal. We're back at your place. Hi, everybody. Hello. And you pointed out, you were like, don't worry, you'll find something. Well, I said, I said the, the tiny frying pan that you made fun of yeah. in my kitchen last time we recorded here is not on the stove right now. The yes. one, the single egg frying pan, which I stand by. I use it frequently. Sure. And people backed you up. People backed me up. Single, fa- single pan, uh, single uh, egg frying pan is legit. Sure. sure, sure. I said, it's not out today, but don't worry. You'll find something in my kitchen to make fun of. And I did. I immediately started looking around. Yes. <laughs> and and I found next to your microwave mm-hmm. a uh paper towel holder, mm-hmm. you know, like the vertical bar. Uh-huh. And on it, uh-huh, a mostly used roll of toilet paper. Well, I ran out of paper towels. That roll of toilet paper <laughs> came from the it was the first one out of the package. It came directly from the package and didn't even make it into the bathroom. It's just gone from factory to kitchen. You have a scratch under your right eye. Is that related? Uh, no, I don't know where this scratch under my right eye came. Okay. Yeah. I was concerned. Yeah, I'm a little concerned too. I don't know if I'm clawing myself in my sleep or what. I don't have a cat. I mean, it's a very specific, like you scratched down mm-hmm. from your eye. Oh, I'm a, I'm not a cutter mm-hmm. per se. I'm more of a just, well, which fingernails are the sharpest? <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm cutter light. Sure. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> But you can dab some of your uh, quote-unquote paper towels on it if it bleeds. How look. Mm-hmm. They – I need them to wipe the eggs out of the pan when I finish making my egg. Don't you – can't you let the pan cool a little bit and use a sponge to do that? Yeah, I don't like the sponge getting all gross. What's the sp- – that's what the sponge is for. Yeah, I, I – rinse it out. No, I, the sponge I only use in the sink for – I here's what I do with the sponge. Okay. Because I don't like to get all the food bits because I keep hearing that the worst thing in your house, the grossest thing in your house is the sponge. Sure. So it – I always rinse off my dishes. Before I add the scrubby and the soap to it, I always have them fairly well rinsed and garbage disposaled and everything. So there's never really a ton of food that gets on the sponge. Mm-hmm. And then I super wring out and super rinse off the sponge when I'm done. I'm weirdly, uh, weirdly specific about the sponge. You do have uh, rules. I do. Uh, I have a weird, I have a very weird, uh, set of kitchen values that include kitchen values. getting really, really uptight about the sponge and changing it relatively frequently, but also having a roll of toilet paper on my paper towel roll. I think people would be surprised how immaculate your apartment is at all times. Well, that's very kind. You keep it very clean. You're very fastidious. You're personally fastidious. I am. And also about your, a living space. Yeah. Maybe that's what allows you to be such a free spirit everywhere else. <laughs> is you know you've got well, I've got my look buttoned up. Like I, that's ready to go. I know where my stuff is. All my stuff is organized. Yeah. You in fact today you were scanning like you've been scanning well, not today. You've been scanning through a stack yeah. of CDs a, a and DVDs. Giant stack of DVDs uh and like data discs just from years ago. 
that basically it's, you know, it's two big, great big books, like those CD books that used to keep in the car. Yeah. Uh, two great big ones of those are now just one tiny little hard drive, which makes me very happy. Yeah. Uh, but in that I found, and it's, uh, it's actually digitizing right behind us as we speak. Um, episodes two and three of the thrilling adventure hour, yeah. uh, performed at M bar. In 2005. Back in the day. Before you were even in the show. I wasn't even I think there. you came in the next month. Show four, I think, was my first one. I think The idea right. of Thrilling Adventure Hour without Hal Loveland is crazy to me. <laughs> like, that, that a time existed. Yeah. No yeah. Annie Savage in that first No Annie one Savage either. either. Neither of us It's there. like a time before gunpowder. <laughs> you know, the world changed at a certain point, Hal. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It did. Yeah, it was so much, so different. Friends of ours uh, were in the show who were not in it later on. Mm-hmm. Just crazy to think, and we were we weren't far away from sort of the core, the core cast. No, it was mostly mostly everybody was there. Came together, wow. came together right after. Crazy to think, yeah. So Disneyland and California, yeah. So uh, enough enough chit chat about my kitchen and sure my weird life and my weird apartment. <laughs> let's talk about Goofy's kitchen. Yeah, let's talk about Goofy's kitchen. So today we are uh, who who uh, pitched this one to Max us? Kurtz. Max Kurtz. Max Kurtz. Thanks, Max. Thanks. Uh, this one is exciting. We're gonna the the debate. We're settling that ages old or at least. I don't know, 22, 23 years old. Something like that. When did, let's, I'm going to open up. I know we've done no research for this at all. Yes. Um, Kate McManus is, uh, taking the week off because, uh, I worked at Disneyland and California Adventure for a very long time. Yes. And I was an annual pass holder for many years. Did not renew this year. Why didn't you renew? Because Star Wars Galaxy's Edge almost doubled the monthly amount I'd had to pay. And I thought, wow, you know what? Jennifer and I will just go. We'll pick a day or two and go. And that'll be it. Wow. That'll be it. Right so, Not right now. If I look, if I, they, they, uh, I mean, I guess it, I expected it. They raised the price because of, because of Galaxy's Edge, which opens now at the end of May. Does it? And it's like for a, I think for the first month, you have to reserve spot and the main ride, which is the one with the trackless cars, won't mm-hmm. be open yet. The main oh, attraction, wow. rather. Mm-hmm. The Millennium Falcon will be open, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to look beautiful. It is. Um, I'll tell you this. Having seen the uh, the PowerPoint presentation, after signing a stack of non-disclosure agreements and seeing a PowerPoint presentation, yes. um, this doesn't go out on the internet, right? No. Great. So the first thing you see when you walk in, <laughs> no, it's 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 going to be crazy good. How much more per month was it going to cost, though? I think it almost doubled. Gee whiz! Yeah, they 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 had a huge hike, and if you live in the area, mm-hmm. you can get your annual pass and whatever the amount. So, say it's one hundred and twenty dollars for the year, you could pay ten dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Like they will, there's no interest. You just you just sort of part. You can parcel it out, and that makes it a little bit easier than spending right. what is way more than one hundred and twenty dollars in one shot. Right, exactly. So I was I was at a level where I was comfortable doing it. I knew if I went like four or five times a year, I would cover it because mm-hmm. you know you get busy and you don't you can't go all sure. the time. Um, I was able to do that last year, and then this year the new prices came in, and I thought I just can't. Yeah, I, I can't justify it right now. Hey, look, if I book a bunch of jobs, maybe at some point it will be again, but right now, not on the cards. Ah, let's talk. You're as a I'm curious in, in this conversation because I yes. am. As a cast member, I always think of it as, um, uh, 
when you're a magician and you show some, when you're an audience member at a magic show, you're wowed by the magic trick. Um, when you're a magician in a magic show, you, you pull your joy from people being mesmerized by what you do. Right. Um, or, you know, the, the wow factor of it. Um, so let's talk about your experience as a guest. Like, do you have a park that you prefer to go to when you? I do. I do. I, I think about it more. Inter- I think. Look, you're going to have, <laughs> you, you said that as if, uh, I do, but I don't want to say, cause I don't want that to flavor the choosing. Well, I don't. We're, we're at the flavoring the choosing point right now. I don't know if, I don't know if it's, I, for me, it's Disneyland. It's hands mm-hmm. down Disneyland because you're immersed. Spoiler alert. I'm pretty sure that's going to win. Yeah. It's Walt's original, like, what, you're seeing his vision sort of come to life and you're seeing it evolve over time. Mm-hmm. The hub and spokes layout of it makes it way easier to navigate. The, the DCA is kind of a mess as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. DCA now though is so DCA, much better. look DCA. at you with the lingo. See, I know. Disney California Adventure. Not Disney's, by the way. Did you know Disney dropped the plural on all their stuff a few years ago? I noticed that because I, because I went, I saw Captain Marvel for a second mm-hmm. time this weekend and this time paid attention to the Frozen 2 trailer and yeah. it just said Disney Frozen 2. And I thought that must be an error. No, they, uh, about, I, when I was working there several years ago, they were like, Hey, everybody, it was like a company wide thing. Mm. They were like, Hey, everybody, just so you know, we're dropping the, uh, possessive from, uh, D- Disney's. So now it's just Disney. Everything is just Disney and the thing. Why is that? Um, I don't know. I'm going to assume that happened somewhere in the upper middle rungs of an office building. Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah. It no, seems like one of those things. Nobody's making that yeah. decision at the, at the tiki room. Yeah, exactly. Like, All right. Maynard said we have to change it. <laughs> and nobody's making that decision at Imagineering. They're like, what? Fine. We're building parades. Do you know Maynard? Uh, I do know Maynard. Tiki Maynard, for those of you who don't know, yeah. uh, is a legend. Is that the reason that you yeah. choose Disneyland as your, uh, your personal I choice? I mean, he's certainly, he's certainly something that helps. Tell the folks who Tiki Maynard is. Maynard is a cast member at Disneyland who's been working there for decades. And if you go to even the earliest Disney, Disney bulletin boards, Disney parks bulletin boards, people would talk about him. Initially, I think, a lot of it was he, he worked at the haunted mansion. Mm-hmm. He was there to, to, at the, working the doom buggies. He's high personality, high energy, like clearly loves being there, does voices. Like, I, I don't know if it's that he is an actor who never, like this is his greatest performing stage, but he has become a legend among Disney park goers. Mm-hmm. And also many of the cast members I've spoken to, present and former, know of him and have varying opinions. I can get sure. like the overly enthusiastic employee c- can be uh when you're just trying to get a th- through a day can be difficult, but mm-hmm. also you have to recognize he's a value add. Oh, absolutely. Look, I love Tiki Maynard. I will yeah. say um and what he does in the Tiki room because uh, in the Enchanted Tiki Room, someone gets on a microphone right before the show starts yeah. and says, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, coming to the Tiki Room. The show's about to begin. Please enjoy. Yeah. And it's usually just that, mm-hmm. unless you get Tiki Maynard. And if you get Tiki Maynard, you get a whole monologue and like a stand-up set. Yeah. And he's doing voices and it's a blast and he's really funny. Um. I love Tiki Maynard. I will say this as a cast member. Yeah. Um, you can have all the fun you want. You can be the biggest cut up. Um, 
you can you can ooze joy out your pores to where it's the honey that is covering the rug that everyone is stepping in and you're all in this muck together of of whatever he's doing fine i don't know where that image Wait came for from the hammer to drop on maynard here but uh-oh if there is a if there are 40 on a light day i think 30 on a light day maybe mm-hmm. 80 on a busy day 1000 thousand people in the park um don't slow stuff down man right if you've got 15 seconds to do this intro and then the tiki room starts so that the next group of people that's doing the tiki room can come in after that yeah um come on maynard keep it to fit make me laugh in 15 seconds buddy (laughs) but he can't get in all 12 belly slaps he does oh my god he slaps his belly He slaps his belly i mean it is an experience to see if he's there working then it's very exciting i got the not the last time one of the last few times i was there Mm -hmm. i got a picture with him he was there working and i was walking past did not do the tiki room that time but i got a picture with him and he had a comb out and he turned the comb into his mustache had to I kind of want to know the real <laughs> – I kind of want to know the real Maynard. I kind of want to know who he is. I uh, want to know where he lives. Do you not? But I, I think do. that's the realest real Maynard is you think the, is the performer Maynard. You think it never turns that's off? The real, that's the real Maynard, isn't it? I mean it is. It's an aspect of the real Maynard. But also mm-hmm. Tiki Maynard has to pay his bills. Sure. Tiki Maynard has to eat. Yeah. Tiki Maynard has to go number two. We don't know that. That's true. You don't know. We're it not could, could evaporate into fairy dust, but <laughs> I'm curious. Like, or like just wanna... or just shoot out of him like that blue gel from a plane. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it just shoots out of him mid-flight. Sure, in a big blue block because he does fly over the park. Yeah, exactly. He's a Peter Pan. I, somebody should do a documentary on him if they haven't already. On Tiki Maynard. Yeah, there yeah. has to be something on him. But I mean, I'm sure there are uh, that fans have some fans have interviewed him and. Yeah. Posted it online. If you find some Tiki Maynard online, go watch some Tiki Maynard. There are definitely videos. He's there, like, helping people out at the end of the night and working the parade. Like, you can catch him sort of all over the mm-hmm. place. He's a utility guy. Well, let's talk uh, – out. Let, let's move past Tiki Maynard and talk more about you as a fan of the park. What You mentioned the hub-and-spoke system that I think is absolutely brilliant. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about Disney a lot on this show, and we've talked about the Disney uh, parks a lot on this yeah. show. The, we did our episode of what's the best ride, and all the best rides that we mentioned are all in Disneyland. Yes. Um, I don't think uh, – yeah, I think it's perfectly laid out. I think the art design is beautiful. Um I don't think it that the art design is – I'll get to this later, but I don't think that the art – I think the art design is more realistically beautiful in California Adventure. Yeah, I mean, ca- here's the thing. Yes, Galaxy's Edge has come to to. Is Disneyland. that California Adventure? It's in Disneyland. Oh, it's in Disneyland. It's behind the Rivers of America. Oh, that's right because they, they cut the river in half. Yeah. So th- that opens at the end of May and that mm-hmm. is a major expansion. Yeah. For the most part though, mm-hmm. the – Disney California Adventure has evolved. Which, by the way, opened in 2001. 2001, yes. So Mm -hmm. I I knew I was out here when it opened. Mm -hmm. But that's evolved. Initially, it was just, here's California. This is sort of Santa Monica. This is kind of Mm -hmm. San Francisco. We put everything together, and it was a mishmash. Mm -hmm. Then, I want to say this was 12 years ago, 12, 13 years ago, they decided Mm -hmm. what we're going to do is turn it into Los Angeles when Walt Disney arrived in right. This would have been about 2010. 
Yes. Because I was there. I opened that new. I was the mayor. Uh, no, I was, uh, I think I was the, co- I was the, uh, the beat cop, uh, okay. on, in Buena Vista, on Buena Vista Street. Right. So they, yeah, they did a massive rebranding of it. Um, California Adventure, uh, used to be, yeah, it was all different sections based on different regions of California. Right. So where Disneyland has Adventureland and Frontierland and, um, the California Adventure had Hollywood and the San Francisco Wharf and the Redwood Forest. They had Fresno. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you remember the the whole Bakersfield ride? Yeah, it was just Buck Owens, Crystal yeah. Palace on the gimbals. That it was yeah, exactly. And, a, and an animatronic uh, Waylon Jennings. <laughs> he was Bakersfield, right? Sure. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, but getting back to the, to Disneyland, like yeah. we'll talk about uh, California Adventure in a bit more in depth. Um, but those, it's that. Um, yeah, it's just that. The attention to detail, even in the how are we going to move people around? Uh, how, what's the best way for people to figure this out? The hub and spokes. Great. Yeah. So then they built these, these epic, perfect rides, you know, Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean and, um, Space Mountain. Over the years, the things have evolved and it is, it just set the stage and it set the template for what a theme park is. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't remember where I was going with that thought. Well, Disney previously. California Adventure doesn't have that same, same kind of identity to yes, it. Yes, exactly. There are areas, cause you can't go, well, this is also Disney theme. I mean, it is now, now they have mm-hmm. Pixar Pier, which was smart. Mm-hmm. I think that a Marvel land could go. It'll and they're, happen, they're sort I'm of sure. Doing, they're sort of doing something around Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout, which I have to say is, is like, would make, would make California Adventure a stronger contender to win. Because if they did what? If they did more Marvel stuff in there? Well, I just think that ride is a great example of where the park is, has, is going. Like mm-hmm. the, now the, the California screaming, which didn't really mean anything, Disney, Disney World is now the Incredicoaster. So that is now themed. See, this, this is what bothers me. Yeah. Is the, when you say it didn't mean anything. Well, it didn't mean anything before. It did. Mm-hmm. It was that whole section was the, um, designed to look like the, the boardwalk in, uh, Santa Cruz or sure. any of those classic early 20th century boardwalks. And that's, right. that's a thing that has been bothering me lately. Um, as a former cast member, uh, is, and, and sounding like a grumpy old man, uh, <laughs> you, uh, it, it used to be that they didn't have to be branded. They, the, these rides were their own branding. These n- worlds were their own branding. Um, Adventureland had the Jungle Cruise. You know exactly what the Jungle Cruise is and what Adventureland is, but that's not based on anything. Uh, that's not based on any big movie property. Um, you've got Space Mountain. Again, all the ones I mentioned, Pirates, Haunted Mansion. Um, all of these are their own imagineered in-house uh, attractions in these lands, Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, all of this was the original vision of what the park was. And as Disney has gobbled up, uh, and I don't mean this in a bad way. I mean, it's, right. they're just a giant media company. They've gobbled up things that I love. I mean, I love that in Southern California by this summer, 
uh, two of the things that I absolutely adore, Harry Potter and, uh, and Star Wars will both be represented in their flagship versions within two hours drive of me. Yeah. Um, that is amazing. But that said, what, uh, what I, I loved about California Adventure before, and it's cool now, it's fun. Um, but there was something great about, the theming of it as, yeah, it is the, it is California adventure. It is, it is, uh, you've, you've come to California. It's a celebration of what California is. It's, and you don't need, uh, everything doesn't have to be based on something that already exists. My fear is in the, in the like furthest version of this, what was originally Adventureland, Frontierland, Tomorrowland, um, New Orleans Square, all of these places will eventually just become Marvel Land, Star Wars Land, ESPN Land, uh, Pixar Land, which is already happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I like, I don't know, I like the new ideas of a thing. Like, there's not really much of a surprise if I go into, uh, Cars Land and I see all the stuff from the Cars movies. Like, great. I love the Cars movies. Uh, the Radiator Springs Racers is a great ride. That is a great ride, yeah. Um, but why not invent characters that I'm going to love? Like, Star Tours years ago did a perfect version of this where they had the Star Tours ride, mm-hmm. but they also invented a new droid that, uh, they invented this new character that took you along. You've got in played the Haunted Mansion, played by Paul Rubens. In the Haunted Mansion, you've got those three hitchhiking ghosts. You've yeah. got Madame Leona. You've got all these, mythologies that can grow out of the rides themselves. I don't know. That's my soapbox for a minute. I just don't want the whole thing to turn into uh, a branded movie park. Sure. I, I get that. I, I That makes sense. Here's a counterpoint. Okay. Disneyland mm-hmm. was the invention of Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Frontierland, yes, was a larger thing, but they were making Davy Crockett. Right. They made nature documentaries. They did. They had their hands everywhere. So it was an extension, yeah, but, yes. but also because it comes from Disney himself. Like mm-hmm. this is his idea. He had a hand in the making of of Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Those were things that he personally wanted to see there. So it became an extension of the Disney brand. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have a ton of properties at the time to exploit. Everything he had, he used. Mm-hmm. Right. You had Snow White. You had. Uh, Mr. Toad, Peter Pan, um, Cinderella, like Cinderella's cat, like everything was there already represented. Well, yes, all specifically in fantasy land. That was where he put his movies. Sure. Anyway, sorry. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but all of it was a Disney view of what the future was and kind of harkened back to the documentaries that he made and right. wonderful world of Disney. California Adventure. I, I mean, I, I, it's possible. That, that this was an idea he had long ago that just he, they didn't get to before he passed away, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel that way. It feels like a decision made, hey, how can we make more money and it's add so more rides? F- we have a limited amount of space. It's so funny you say that because that to me is what turning everything into branded property land feels like. Having California Adventure feels like let's make a thing that is original all the branding stuff feels like someone saying, how do we make more money? Right. But also, if Disney – if back in 1955, mm-hmm. Disney had owned all of these properties, mm-hmm. what do you think the chances are they wouldn't have shown up? Very good point. So yeah. this, 
California Adventure suffers because Walt wasn't there to oversee it. So we could debate all day whether it's something that he would have or wouldn't have wanted. Oh, and that – I'll tell you this. Boy, is that something that you hear a lot, that uh, that debate of what would Walt have done? What would Walt have wanted? Would Walt have liked this? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can see that. But it, it does suffer from like what is the area um, – uh, what is it? Condor Flats, where mm-hmm. where you go on um, that's Grizzly Sorin. River Run and Sorin. Condor Flats is Sorin, and that is um, that's uh, California Aviation. See how it's a history lesson of California. It is the food area uh, that's sort of like San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you can go to get uh, Budan Bakery and mm-hmm. Mission Tortillas. There actually used to be a thing in the back um, over in the Hollywood section where where I spent a lot of time. That was the first place I worked at Disneyland was uh, doing the improv show. The Duh. The Duh show. The Department of Untapped Hilarity. Mm-hmm. Um and you can tell when that show opened based on its name, roughly. <laughs> um, and uh, b- 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 there used to be a, a venue in the back that closed. They built such cool stuff that they closed. Like the Disney graveyard of attractions and themed things that just didn't fly. There is some gold in there. And this one specifically was a food court based on all of the classic uh, L.A. nightclubs. So they had like they had Don the Beachcomber, they had uh, yeah. Trader Vicks, they had like all of these uh, the the uh, the um, the Brown Derby and mm-hmm. all these great classic. I mean, of course, they're not just you know they're not just serving up highballs to kids all day. It's like that's yeah. only part of it. Yeah, it's more in they the theme. Food. Yeah, uh, that was that eventually turned into Flynn's Arcade uh, right. from Tron. Yeah, but the other thing had been closed for a while. Um, they used it for classes. Like they, it was just sort of a multi-purpose building. Um, we had rehearsals for things in there a lot. Yeah. Um, but it, the California Adventure does do a great job of rebranding and reinventing. Um, whether or not it's for branded properties and we could argue about that, but, um, but, uh, it, it does extend, you know, it, it does, it does change a lot. Yeah. And it's um, cool, you know, in a park that always has Mickey and Minnie mm-hmm. and Goofy and Pluto walking around, it's cool to see a shield transport vehicle with Captain America on the back of it. And you hear the that theme from You nerd. From the first adventure. <laughs> it's great. No, I know, I, I agree. Oh, I waited in line. I have a Thanos mug. Part, yeah, see, seat. part of me hears that and I'm like and I'm like, uh I, you're like, yeah. Mickey and Minnie and oh look at this Buena Vista too. What is Shield doing here? <laughs> They're watching. If you're everything. gonna be in a branded land, go to your branded land. <laughs> they don't have one yet. Oh, I'm fine. Then I don't need to see. I don't need to see Black Widow talking to Mater. <laughs> in the meantime, just be in the movies. Don't you let me have my California rides? You don't want to see that crossover. I mean, I do kind of want to see Black Widow and Mater. Uh, what about? Something like, all right, here, I, I'm going to give you Disney California Adventure, mm-hmm. an example of a poorly made attraction, an mm-hmm. example of an excellently made attraction. Okay. I, I enjoy the Little Mermaid ride. Uh-huh. It's a great break. It's cool. But right. The waiting in line of it, it could be any building. It means like you don't have that full like line experience like you would in, right. in uh, Haunted Mansion is a great example of a line experience. Um, uh, uh, Thunder Mountain Railroad is another one that's great. You're kind of immersed in mm-hmm. it. Really. The the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, and I that ride terrifies me, but I enjoy going on it because it's mm-hmm. fun. It, 
I, I hated that used of to terror. be the Tower of Terror. Hated. See, Tower I loved it when it was Tower of Terror, which is branded. I mean, it was branded. Yeah. Um, it was. We have a Twilight license. Zone. Yeah, we have a license for yeah. Twilight Zone. Let's make a ride. This is. Mar- they but they also. But it was also an original story. It it was. It was. I mean, the only branding on it was. That's like saying that you know National Lampoon Twilight Zone. Like it was just a brand. That they added to it. It was yeah. an original story. The Hollywood Tower Hotel. Sure. 1930s, uh, or 1928, whatever it was supposed to be sent in. And then you're in the same elevator where people died and the elevator breaks. Yeah, exactly. No, you're in the service elevator. elevator. Right. You're to check, to check elevator. it out. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, continue. Uh, n- now the version of it they have. You've been on Mission Breakout? I have. I like it a lot. I think it's like a top to bottom. First of all, you have the party going on outside. You have the dance parties happening all the right. time, which is great. Those those cast members are doing a great job. Whoever the people that they have doing um doing Star Lord, Star Lord and Gamora, yeah. are great. They're fantastic. Then you go in to the ride and it's like loaded with Marvel Easter Easter mm-hmm. stuff that is in the film, stuff that's not in the film. Oh yeah, it's, the dog, the NASA dog. Yeah, I think Cosmo's is there. there. Uh, Beta Ray Bill's hammer is there. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a really cool cl- Beta Ray Bill's been referenced. You how. How much do you slow down the queue when you ride that? I, you know, I, I'm not a person. To say, I'm, I'm always like, we got to keep moving. We're about to go. We got to do. This. You're a guy who is very conscientious, generally. Yes. Of uh, keeping things moving and not getting in the way. So I try to point it out really quickly, like, hey, yeah. uh, you look know, when that, Jennifer that cool I went thing. on, look, that's that, and yeah. that's that. Do you remember them and see this? And look up there, you can see Benicio del Toro in the cast, like this. Yeah, they have this story. big statue of Benicio in front. It's got a great ride story it's to very it. Funny. It's now. I'm just thinking about. Sorry, my brain sidetracked and uh, is thinking about you being the guy that keeps things moving. And if I will ever like, we're in a line for something, I'm like. Uh, I'm not sure what I want. What are you doing? There's a line behind us. <laughs> am I that bad? Is that who I am? No. <laughs> it's okay if it is. I own it. Um, yeah, I think that's a really well done ride. That's something that's evolved. It now makes sense as part. It's something that is well, part of the Disney hold family. Hold on though. I have a bit of umbrage with it now makes sense because the Hollywood Tower Hotel was Yes. Built for that thing, for that spot in that, when that was themed the Hollywood section. But it's also the Twilight Zone, which also makes sense. I get it. I do get it. I just think it's, it. But there are no like property, there are no characters from the Twilight. Like, there's no guy chasing his glasses around in a pig nosed doctor. <laughs> like, it's. <laughs> I would love to have a pig nose doctor say, you are all ugly. Where I come from, we are beautiful. Do you get it? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder is what I'm saying. Yeah, Twilight Zone was a little on the nose sometimes, but it's so good. (laughs) Um, There's just William Shatner sitting in a corner plunking quarters into a fortune uh, fortune machine. you mentioned the Little Mermaid ride yes. and how that the queue for that ride is not themed. Yes. Um, I think that is one example of how too much turnover, not too much, a lot of turnover of attractions and things um, becomes problematic because that was originally uh, California Dreams, I think it was called, mm-hmm. uh, which was a uh, – Basically just a movie about the history of California hosted by two giant statues of Whoopi Goldberg. It was a very strange attraction. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, there were these two big pillars on the side of the stage that kind of looked like Oscars. 
but they were Whoopi Goldberg, uh, was like the voice of them and the face of them. She's also the narrator within the film and would appear in every scene. So there are some problematic moments. You're like, Oh, wow. Okay. Whoopi. Um, maybe not a great idea for you to be narrating this while dressed like a Chinese railroad worker, hat and all. Um, this is age appropriate attire. Yeah. <laughs> Still wearing the sunglasses. Yeah, exactly. But and, so, a, and a blazer. Yes. Yeah, somehow everything was super flowy, like all of Whoopi's clothes. Yeah. Like Whoopi doesn't own a shirt that begins above her thigh. And now here's Ted Danson to talk about African. <laughs> nope. We're nope. that part. We're, okay. we're not doing that. We're not all doing right, Ted. Good. Okay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, that is, that's part of that turnaround is, all right. Well, you know. Um, out with the old and with the new. I think they did a good job with the Tower of Terror. Maybe because I look at that building and I'm like, that is clearly the Hollywood Tower Hotel with a nice paint job on it. Yes. Or like when you see a Broadway theater that goes all out and redecorates the whole outside for a production. Sure. Like that's kind of what it feels like to me. I get that. Um, I'm partial to that area anyway mm-hmm. because it's where I started at Disneyland. It's, um, it's, uh, it's where the Hyperion Theater is, where I did the Aladdin musical for five years. Yes. Um, so I have some of my fondest memories of my life in that little corner of California Adventure. And I think that's one thing about California Adventure that is amazing. And one thing about, uh, I guess it's not specific to California Adventure though. Yeah. Is you can find details and private moments. Like one of my favorite things to do um, that I would do sometimes when I'd get off work, my buddies and I would do it or I would do it by myself is just go out to the wharf area. And there are areas where you just stand and you look and there's nobody around and you legit feel like you are in another world. Yeah. And that to me is the most exciting thing about it. And California Adventure, I think, has more of those than Disneyland does, just because Disneyland is so packed and so iconic all the time. Right. Everywhere you go is packed and iconic. Right. You have to go to, like, the little dining area by the water where the ducks hang out. Right. There are very few respites from everything. Everything's yeah. moving all the time. California Adventure has a lot space. more beautiful respites. I mean, that they have a winery on a hill with a little restaurant in it that's yeah. like... Hey, you want to get away for a little while? You know what sounds great? 45 minutes at a winery in the middle of my theme park day at Disneyland. Um, yeah, if you're, if you're a functioning or non-functioning alcoholic. Oh, it's California Adventure. It's gotta be California Adventure. It's the only place you can get booze. Yeah. yeah. Unless you pay money to be a part of Club 33, which Ooh, is. Ooh, Club 33. That's tens of thousands of dollars. I think it's like 30 grand, maybe more at this point. It's also like a decade long waiting list. Right. You have to yeah. be able to get in. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you're a drinker, California Adventure's the jam. I lo- look, I love California Adventure. Like I said, it's the first place I started there. And I know there are a lot more blackout days for the Disneyland side than the California Adventure side. I don't know. They do serve alcohol at California Adventure. There are a lot of blackouts happening there, I think. <laughs> I see what you did. Thank you. Well done. Yes. Um, <laughs> well done. Yes. Yes. I accept it. Um, thank you for your praise. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'll tell you what. It's going to right. – Do you want to take a break? Yeah. And then when we come back, uh-huh. we'll tell everybody why Disneyland is winning. Yeah. But also we can just keep talking about this stuff and eventually at the end we'll say Disneyland. Fair enough. Is there really a debate here? 
Do people actually debate this? Somebody submitted this. I don't know if they. Max, Max, did you? Are we you have words. We're, we're gonna have words. Are you the architect of Disneyland California Adventure? Do you want us to pick it? Oh, I do. I have a great. When we get back from the break, I have a great little detail. I may have mentioned on this show before. If I have, I apologize. Um, but I will tell you a cool thing about California Adventure when we come back. Then let's take a break. Hi, it's me, Paula Poundstone, and it's me, Adam Felber. We have a podcast called Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. It's a comedy podcast where we bring on experts to teach us stuff we need to know. And, by the way, the guy who came to tell us what to do when you encounter a bear never showed up. Anyway, it's fun. You are guaranteed laughs in every episode. You can't really guarantee laughs. What if somebody doesn't laugh? We'll get sued. Join us for our next episode where we have an expert in consumer law explain to us how to defend ourselves against one humorless litigious shut-in with enough time on their hands to sue us over our unfulfilled claim of guaranteed laughs in every episode here at MaximumFun.org. The Cat of the Week is Mabel from Green Bank, West Virginia. Mmm, this cocoa is perfect, honey. Oh, thanks, babe, but the kids made it. Sherry, Kevin, how are your Max Fun Drive decorations coming along? I made a giant enamel pin for all of us to put at the top of the rocket. But, Moms, I always put the pin on the top of the rocket myself. Oh, Kevin, honey, it's time to start sharing these things. Whatever. The pod fairy isn't real. Mama and Mommy pay for our quality podcast. (gasps) Mommy? Mama? Is the pod fairy fake? Well, sweetie, the truth is no one pod fairy could make all the wonderful shows you love to listen to. And it, it's true. Your mommy and I choose to pay a small monthly amount to make sure those shows exist. Hmm. I guess it does take a lot of work and resources to create a podcast. From generating ideas and booking guests and writing scripts and editing. Um. Yes, honey. That's very important. And starting March 18th, we can listen to the year's best Max Fun Drive shows, knowing that we're helping make them happen. We wish you a great Max Fun Drive and a cool animal. Tell us your story. All right. So um, this goes back to when the when they rebranded um, the the main entrance way to uh, to Disney California Adventure. Mm-hmm. So this actually thought was really cool. The entrance used to just be like a big, there was a, there was a sun there, like the, a big mural of the sun. Right. Um, or there's a big fountain. There was a big fountain with the sun in it. And there was a mural of, uh, like a sunset. It was very California looking, but wasn't specific to anything at the beginning. Right. Um, and I think, I don't know if the replica of the Hyperion Bridge was there. Do you know the Hyperion Bridge? It's not far from here. It's, um, headed toward the east side. It's like where Glendale and Hyperion split in Atwater Village. I think so. Um, it's a famous old bridge, but they had built a replica of it as part of this. And, um, they, and, you know, when you walk in, it was just a couple of stores, like, you know, gift shops, but it wasn't themed the way that Main Street is on the Disneyland side. Mm-hmm. So, the idea being the idea that the Imagineers had was we're going to theme when you walk into this area. Right. And what they did, I thought was brilliant, which was where uh, Main Street USA is the boyhood of Walt Disney uh, in Hannibal, Missouri. So it was like here or was it Hannibal or somewhere? Yeah. In Hannibal, Missouri. Missouri yeah. Um, so his childhood idyllic hometown. Right. Then the idea for California Adventure was, okay, well, this is the California park. Let's make 
the day that Walt Disney arrived in California, the right. theme of this. So there's a statue called Suitcase in a Dream that is Walt Disney in a fedora carrying a suitcase. Yeah. Uh, when you first walk into the park. There's a great show that they do that's like a newsboys thing called Suitcase in a Dream with Mickey in it. It's a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the whole theme for that became Hollywood 1920 whatever be, you know. Yeah. Um, and so that was the theming for the whole thing. And it was beautiful. Um, now the team that built the original Disneyland, uh, all of the Imagineers and all of the Disney legends, they are all the names of the businesses on Main Street. Um, you know, the Sherman brothers who wrote the music for Mary Poppins, Sherman brothers, uh, piano tuning or, uh, voice lessons or whatever it is. Like all the different businesses had different things. Right. Do you know what the version of that that they did in, uh, California Adventure is? No. Uh, Buena Vista Street is the name of the street. Right. Uh, and so that's sort of the neighborhood is now Buena Vista. Right. Uh, they, all of those Imagineers, and you will see them. Now you can't not see them when you go. In all of the shops that line Buena Vista Street, the Imagineers got dressed up in old-timey baseball uniforms, did a bunch of photo shoots, and the Imagineers are the Buena Vista stars. <laughs> you will see in all of those stores, you will see baseball cards. You will see uh, posters of the team. That's great. Yeah. So that's all the Imagineers that rebuilt uh, the front of California Adventure. Walk into any shop and and just look around for uh, Buena Vista stars merchandise. and okay. not, Maybe not merchandise. They should have merchandise. But references. References and memorabilia, like, you know, fake memorabilia it, in the they, They're more recent. About, it's not like starting pitcher ex attentio. Right. Yeah. No, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's the 1920s. It's like, I think, I think, uh, our head of entertainment that, that wrote the show or that put together the shows for Buena Vista is Street one of the stars. is one of the players. I got it. In like these black and white old photos. I love that. Yeah. It was that's really, fantastic. really cool. Um, anyway, that was, uh, that's, a, that's a little, a fun little Easter egg of, uh, of Buena Vista Street for you. Yeah. Uh, here's a fun, Easter egg for Disneyland. Uh huh. It's the better park. Yeah, Disneyland is the winner. That's a big surprise. I know that's to a lot look. of you. Hal, are you watching the clock because you got to watch a uh, a basketball game? No, I'm thinking you can about cut the clock. That. You can cut that out. No, keep that in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm thinking about no, but it's it's true. I think we're I think what we're doing, what we have been doing, is trying to give California Adventure its due, and there are really fun attractions there. Mm-hmm. I do like that it's evolving. We're we seem kind of split. Police are arresting me. That's what's yeah. happening. You know what that is? That's the uh, the ear cops. Oh no! I can't be. I can't go back to ear jail. I won't go back. You're getting a micket. <laughs> I did not invent that. A micket is what you get if, as a cast member, you park improperly. You get a micket. You get a micket. Uh, and then the day that I realized that mickets do not come with a fine of any sort. This is the day I began parking inappropriately all the time. So do you have a stack of mickets? Uh, no, I toss the mickets. I do have a lot of, uh, I may have one. I think I may have kept one micket. Just wait until you come out and see Grumpy putting a boot on your car. <laughs> then you'll realize. Of course, why has it got to be Grumpy? Why has it got to be Grumpy? You think it's that's what made him Grumpy was his job as a meter maid? Yeah. Meterman? Meterman. Meter, meter dwarf? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, did, he doesn't want to be. Hang on a that. second. Meter Dwarf. Okay, that's our new movie that we're going to write. <laughs> TM, TM, TM. TM, TM, TM. That's ours. 
uh yeah it's a, it's a good park it's just uh it's just not disneyland disneyland no. is magic head to toe yeah this dca is still figuring out what it wants to be and i mm-hmm. think it's been figuring that out since it opened and that's fine and you can go there and have a good time and I, lo- I love car. I think Cars Land is a really great immer- – it's got great immersive experiences. Mm-hmm. Cars Land is great. The Hollywood Street – is that the name of it? Hollywood Street? Buena Vista Street. Buena Vista, Buena Vista Street is great. Mm-hmm. Um, All the lands are great. I mean that's the thing. Really, this episode well, was this episode was never about that, that, choosing between Disneyland and California Adventure. This episode was about us getting to talk about California Adventure. Yeah, that little. back corner of uh, Disneyland, California Adventure. It's great. With Goofy's Flight School and stuff. That area is still a little rough. That area is still figured out. That, yeah, the uh, the aviation area yeah. is. It's it's simultaneously a park for very small children because mm-hmm. it's got a lot of rides that you would find like stuff like the Zephyr. You'd find that at any park. Well, that's that one section in the back, right? Um, but it also is the most adult park because they serve alcohol there, right? So, like, what are you? Disney? Right? Are you supposed to send your kids on those jellyfish rides while you? Knock one back. Well, and that's the thing too. And that's when it, that's why it kind of bothers me that it, everything's these branded lands. Yeah. And I don't mind branded lands, but like, you know what I would love to see? Okay. Here's, I'm going to give you two pitches for Disney, uh, Disney ideas. Okay. Um, one, uh, for Disneyland, one for, uh, California Adventure. Mine for California Adventure. Yeah. Um, my Disneyland one, I think I may have already told you. I know, but I, it's exciting you know, and I want everybody to do Um, the, for California Adventure, if you're, if you're going to, if they, I guess, if they were going to continue in the theming of California things, mm-hmm. have a area that is Silicon Valley and just make everything super tech computer wizardry everywhere. Okay. So it all looks like the interior of Ralph Breaks the Internet. All right. I'm and we're branded again. Jeez. <laughs> that would be a great virtual ride, by the way. A Ralph Breaks the Internet oh, ride yeah. or, or a Wreck-It Ralph ride. That's a, the, the Void is doing a, the Void has a, um, a Wreck-It Ralph. A Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. Nice. I love the Void. Um, but my Disneyland one that I think is, I still stand by and would love for them to do because they have that great big red and white rocket mm-hmm. and it looks, so 1950s mid-century cool. I think they need to turn Tomorrowland because Tomorrowland always has to change. Right. I think they should make Tomorrowland Howard Stark's Tomorrowland. Yeah. Tony it. Stark's father, make it his version of what he thought the future would look like because he does have that Walt Disney kind of vibe about him. And you can make it Stark Expo 1955. Exactly. And then you're beyond Captain America so you can have references in there. Yep. You can have shield references everywhere, have shield agents undercover. Oh yeah. Uh I think that's a brilliant idea. I think it would be awesome. But look, I don't work for uh I don't work for the mouse anymore. That's right. I work for the eye. <laughs> <laughs> You've really moved up. Yeah, I've moved laterally to another network. Yeah, that's right. Um, um but yeah, it is Disneyland. It's Disneyland. But do yourselves a favor and and if you're ever in Southern California, go to California Adventure. Especially, I'll tell you the two best times to go. Um go in before go in the winter before spring break, so between January and now. Yeah. And then July 4th. And then the 4th of July. No, the fall is great. I love going in the fall. It's generally a lot lighter at California Adventure. Another great time to go. Here's a here's a great little insider park tip for you. Okay. Uh the parades rehearse at night. Um, because obviously you can't rehearse a, per- we, actually we, we rehearse a lot of shows at night. I did more than one, uh, final dress rehearsal because you're out in the park 
in the at three o'clock in the morning at Disneyland. Right. So if you find out that there's going to be a new parade happening in California Adventure, they did block party bash for years. I'm not sure what parades now. Or if you just there are certain times of year, get on the blogs and figure out when it's going to happen. If if that's the case, but know that if there's like a week before a new parade opens, if you know there's going to be rehearsals. Go to the Paradise Pier Hotel and stay in one of the rooms that overlooks the park. Oh. Because then you can spend your day in the park, enjoy it, go to the Paradise Pier Hotel in that named for that section, Paradise Pier, the roller coaster and the yep. Zephyr and all those. Now Pixar rides. Pier. Now Pixar Pier. Of course. <laughs> Did they change the name of the hotel to the Pixar Pier Hotel? No, not yet. Um, not yet. Um, and stay in one of those rooms that faces the park and you can watch a, you can watch a brand new parade happen at three o'clock in the morning. That's amazing. Isn't that a crazy weird? It's just one of those weird and people will get those rooms on those nights for that reason. They're like, yeah, I want to check out the new thing because you're going full out. It's three yeah. o'clock in the morning. You can't blare the music, but doing all the dancing, doing all the, you know, smart. Yeah. It's anyway, smart. go to California Adventure. It's a blast. I love it. There it was my home for a very long time. Please go visit the people at the Frozen Musical that's playing at the Hyperion Theater now. Um, we didn't even talk about how they got rid of Muppet Vision 3D, the one branded thing that I loved. And now they just play ads for other Disney. You know what? I it's can't. Disneyland. I know. It's Disneyland. It's Disneyland. It's Disneyland. We love Disneyland. We love Disneyland. Uh, so, Hal, if you will. Clearly superior. People of the world. It's Disneyland. You all knew this going in. I, I'm, I'm excited for the few people on the internet who are going to defend Disney California Adventure as the superior park. I can't wait to meet you and find out who you are. I want to know. I want you to defend it. Defend the parks you love. That's That's the point. You're not wrong for loving the park. It's just not the superior park. It's Disneyland. Yeah. All day. All you could night. end every episode with that. You're not wrong for loving this thing you love, but objectively, this one is superior. Yeah, that's right. You're never wrong for having an opinion. Yeah, but but uh, now the, the but now the, our opinion is fact. That's right. Our opinion is fact, <laughs> and the opinion of many others. We're not alone. I know. We don't stand on an island here. We we stand in the middle of a mountain of people. Yeah, uh, oh, a oh, space oh. mountain, a space. big thunder mountain. That's right, and a splash mountain, and yeah. a Matterhorn, and a Matterhorn. Yeah. By the way, I looked up. Uh, Recently, we were talking – somebody was talking about the idea that nobody ever dies at Disneyland. Like, mm-hmm. Well, that's not true. Somebody was decapitated there. Nope. Uh, not declared dead till you're off the property. But they, but that led to a Wikipedia, a Wikipedia entry Uh-oh. of, of uh, incidents at Disneyland, one of which was during an Aladdin performance, the performers were flipped upside down. I was like, I think maybe Mark was there for that. I was there the next day. The next day you were there. Yeah, I was there the next day. Everyone is safe. Yes, they Everyone were all is harnessed fine. in. Uh, yeah, they were they all were, harnessed in. They went on an upside-down carpet ride. Yeah. <laughs> that must have been terrifying. Yeah, they saw a whole new world. That's right. And that's the alternate or world whole new A. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Uh, whoa, oh, my God. Yeah. Why is this happening to me? Anyway, it's Disneyland asked and answered. Thanks, Max. Thank and you, thank Max. you, everyone, for listening. This uh, topic is closed, but there are many more to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets. Check out the Maximum Fun subreddit or email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com. Go to the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Got your favorite Disney park memories? Share them with us, but not Florida. That's not what we were talking about today. Because Ken will get mad if we do anything about the Florida parks before A, we have Ken on to talk about them, uh, which I 100% agree with, or B, have 
hell hasn't even gone to them yet, which I do not agree with. This requires time and money that I do not have right now, but it will happen at some point. Anyway, thank you to producer Cam Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, QA engineer Jen Alba. And thank you, as always, to our musicians Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners. When we wish upon a star, we wish to talk to you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Agliardi. For Mark Agliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. Don't worry, everybody. We got this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.